Hey, I'm Andrew. And I'm John. Our show, Magnified Pod, is the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and deep dives into the discographies of the bands that shaped a generation of 90s youth group kids. Check out Magnified Pod on the Rock Candy Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a Rock Candy Podcast. You have arrived at your destination. I'm going to say the episode started. Why not? What else are we doing? This is why we're on a, a digital virtual call. Who made Who so. made you the ruler? That's true. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Why Joe, do they call a, a foot-long ruler a ruler? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I've never questioned it once in my life until right yeah, now. I mean, it is like... Uh, shit. Now I'm going to like take this question seriously. Like, is... So, like, a rule is also, like, a law or something, you know? Like, you make the rule, like, you just said the ruler, right? Yeah. Is it, like, that it's a standard? That, like, both things are kind of a standard? Like, this is the standard measurement? Like, this is the rule or whatever, you know? I guess. I don't know. That seems like a stretch, but... It um, seems like the only thing that makes any sense as well. um, my, My dad told me a great joke. Uh, the other day, I was I was eating brunch with Dad, and he said, uh, he said, "Have you heard about the, uh, have you heard about the uh, that yardstick factory up in Ohio, and what they're doing? Yeah, they're no. not they're not making them any longer. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Yeah, it's, I like it's, it. It's good. Um, yeah, I like that. Anyway, we have we've it's been a minute. Let's say that Whew. it's been yeah, a minute." I I, I checked. The I don't date know how to today. do this right now. I checked the date today, and it's been a minute. It's been like a season break since we've done it. What has happened? What happened to us? <laughs> well, what, uh, here, here's what I, here's what I'm allowed to say. Okay. I got hired on a really cool job. Yeah. To score a movie. Okay. Can't say anything more about it yet. Yeah. But it's right. been. I've been pitching. I pitched for it. Uh huh. Hard. Yeah. I went in. I went hard for this one because mm-hmm. I was really excited about it. Yeah. And that process was pretty long. And since then, and that was, I don't know, five or six weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since then, I've already scored the movie. <laughs> the movie oh, has been scored. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> at least the at least the the first initial pass has been yes. done. Okay. So now it's so, going to be just tightening things up or making tightening little, things little up changes. and you know doing some probably test screenings here and there and mm-hmm. seeing if the edit needs to change if the edit needs to change the music needs to change but uh, yeah right so far right. all the camps are really happy with the music so nice um very cool yeah well that's fun i think it's one of those things where it's like you know you, you finally get a chance to work on a uh uh this isn't discrediting any movie i've scored thus far yeah most of the movies i've scored have been through a friend of a, through friends, you know, yeah, uh, pe- local people who are just happy to have me on board. Whereas this one was more of a, uh, hey, we need we're looking yeah. for somebody who can do a very specific job for yeah. this for this budget, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think you know most camps are when in that position when it comes to like, okay, we've spent a lot of money on the production. What do we do about post? Sure. You know, it's like, well, we're going to get a score that, that works, and you know, I w- here's what I wanted, and yeah. here's what I got. Here's what I can afford. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it feels like they feel they got more than they wanted. Oh, good. So that's a good so spot that's, to be in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm probably uh, oversharing. People probably don't care that much, but well, uh, that's what I've been doing, and I've been. It's been kind of all-encompassing. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's been what I've always wanted to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, I've just been kind of wallowing in it in, in a positive way. So. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, very good. So, have you been uh, taking time off of regular your regular work stuff to do that? Like, oh have you been no, pretty, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. No, all that too, all that too. Yeah, so on top of it. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good lot. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a good lot. I keep telling myself like maybe eventually there there'll be a time where I'm just <laughs> if I'm not making my own things, I'm just like sure working on the things of my choosing you know yeah oh in yeah a perfect world and, and you know the like likelihood of that exactly is probably you know well low i mean, I mean but that's you know that's why it's important that you're enjoying it right now because maybe yeah. maybe it happens maybe it doesn't but it is right now so that's good yeah so yeah well i'm sorry that uh tom cruise won't let you say anything else about the project yet um yeah he that's that's he's, a bummer he's, he yells but, at people uh, yeah no i get that yeah <laughs> just wear your mask on set that's all i'm saying um yeah it's like I, I don't know how I feel about Tom Cruise. Yeah. I have so many different conflicted sure. feelings about Tom Cruise just yeah. because like he's not the kind of person you're ever gonna get to know personally and understand no. as a person. Yeah. So all you can go on is the uh <laughs> mythic uh-huh. parts of his personality and what he chooses to show sure. when he when he got married to Katie Holmes and went kinda weird on T V jumping on couches yes. and then Yeah. Well, all and, the other stuff. If you, I mean, I would say keep your conflicted feelings about Tom Cruise because if you start looking at Scientology too hard, your feelings yeah. will become very clear. Um, so okay, just yeah. keep, just keep that conflict um, conflict because that's but, that's more fun. All that to say, yeah. When when the yelling at the people who wouldn't wear masks on a set happened, sure, I did I did have a feeling of oh Tom Cruise doing something good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't mad about that. Like yeah. you know, if you're gonna yell at somebody, like that's. You know, not being yeah. safe is is not a terrible reason. Um, dope. Well, uh, what are we? Yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I uh, bought a house. That's one thing. Um, mm-hmm. Did that this this summer, and it's a good al- house. Also, yeah, it's a pretty good place. And also put out a record, so that's another thing. And um, we're gonna have, I think, I believe. I won't spoil this in case it doesn't happen, and that's fine. But um, I think we're gonna have a, a pretty fun episode a pretty special episode going over that record um yeah so that'll be a good time but everybody should go listen to that and keep an eye on uh it's a good it's a good record hey thanks man thanks yeah you you did uh, work on it yeah i did i did work on it i uh did some singing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i did some uh hell yeah kind of producing on one of the one of the tracks yeah and did a did a did a shit shit load of mixing a lot of mixing and mastering. <laughs> yep, that was that was the yep. the big part. That's my. But yeah, go ahead. But th- that's the type of thing that like, that's the type of thing that like, if you asked me ten years ago what I wanted to do, it would sure. be producing, right. uh, engineering, yeah, uh, co-writing and uh-huh. mixing bands. Yeah, right. Um, and that's not what I want to do anymore. But at yeah. the same time, when you brought this opportunity up, I was like, sure. Oh yeah, let me start listening to some records and stuff. Sure, and then, and then that yeah. part of me is a hundred percent still there. It's just like gotcha. it's so it's so interesting that like yeah, 
just because like you've taken such a hard turn into another and in, in another direction doesn't mean that you've left something behind. Yeah, so like it's true. I actually really enjoyed getting interesting sounds out nice. of what you recorded and cool. You know. Yeah, good deal. I mean it was uh you 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 in some cases polished a turd. And I don't mean that in terms of like I'm not like I'm not like uh shitting on my own my own stuff, but just in terms of tracking. Like, you know, sure, I'm recording produ- it at, production. Yeah, you know. just production and stuff. Um so um, my next step, what I've been doing uh, since then, because uh, the record came out, I forget when, and I was just thinking about that record all the time. And since then, I've started working on new stuff. I've got three or four songs like in the works. And my goal is, um, I've reached out to a couple people to see about like collaborating. We'll see if any of that comes through. But my goal is to sort of learn to do that back-end process. Um, yeah. So I've started messing with some of those like drum drum layering and and stuff like that. So we'll see. Nice. We'll see how that goes. But it's it's nice to have a project, you know. <laughs> so, oh, dude, a hundred percent. It's good. It's important I, for my mental health to have a project. So. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. And yeah. for for me, it's like like I I just finished this this first pass on this feature, which is yeah. a career move, a job move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also like a. Oh, I've always dreamed of this move. Yeah, yeah. And then I had a minute to breathe, and I was like, "Okay, what? Well, what do I do right now?" Right. And yeah. I, like I yeah, need. Exactly. I need. Like I want. Dude. But I've got like yeah. two two short films that like uh, yeah. I'm still currently working on that are that are uh, community collaborative. Sure. Kind of efforts that are in post um, at this point, maybe that are in post. Okay, like yeah. one of which uh, I just started scoring. Okay. Um, and that. Yeah, we don't. We can talk about this later. But. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's important. And I could tell. It's funny. I could tell that you were feeling that way a little bit because uh, in the time between you pitching for the job that you have now and you actually getting the job, um, you started talking to me about a couple of projects. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Joe's looking for projects. I was like, I can yeah. feel it, and I get it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, s- well, speaking of. Uh, I don't know. Speaking of all this, I guess. Speaking of making stuff, let's talk about this movie we're talking about. Let's do it. Um, Werewolves Within. Um, I watched this. Uh, when did it come out? It came out this year, right? Werewolves Within. Yeah, yeah. it, it has been a few months, right? Yeah, it's been out just yeah. a, a matter of a couple months, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it not long after it came out. You told me about it because I had never heard of uh, Josh Rubin. I didn't know this movie was coming out, yep. and uh, went and watched it. Great movie. And then this morning, and um, this morning I was reading up on some of the some of the background of it and the video game that it came out of. So yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> do you want to tell us? Why, why don't you? St- you recommended this movie to me, so yeah. You know, how'd you get on board with with this? Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna show my my butt a little bit. Okay, I am such a fanboy of Josh Rubin. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's yep. like it's one of those like yeah. where I'm just like. Oh my God, he is so yeah cool yeah yeah. <laughs> I just I just have so many strong feelings towards this this person I've I've never met. Um, but so let, let, so I I got into <laughs> Josh Rubin right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it started with it actually started with uh, I didn't realize I had seen some of his stuff prior to this, but it started with the movie Scare Me. Yes. So when the pandemic happened, and this is we're we're looking at you know a year and yeah two thirds ago yes mm-hmm. is that correct um yeah at this point i mean march 2020 so yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. um that happened a month or so in 
and I've actually I was actually on Twitter today and I and I realized that a lot of people have this this same kind of story of mm-hmm. they got on Twitter early on. Yeah. They're in their thirties now. <laughs> yeah. They stopped Twitter for a long time. Sure. Yeah. The pandemic happened. Yeah. And for whatever reason, people got back on Twitter. Uh-huh. Specifically Twitter. Yeah. And started finding their people, right? A community uh-huh. of people who just loved the things that they loved. And for me, at first, it was horror Twitter, and it kind of turned into screenwriting Twitter, and now it's kind of turning into, you know, uh, film composing Twitter, all, all yeah. of those things. Sure. Um, and one name that kept popping up was Josh Rubin in the movie that he had just premiered at Sundance mm, mm-hmm. in, what, February of yeah. 2020? Is that when Sundance was, maybe? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, and it was a movie called Scare Me. Mm-hmm. And all the people on Twitter that I was, like, rubbing elbows at, with at this point yeah. were um, uh, Shudder at the drive-in people, mutant fam, right? People who um, watched Shudder every Friday yes. in, in the summer. Yep. Everyone live-tweeted, like, uh, Joe Bob's Watch, show. Yeah, it, it's Joe these Bob. types yeah. of people. Sure. And there are a lot of, um, I guess, up-and-comers in the horror community um, yeah. who uh, grew up on that kind of stuff and now are making movies, like yeah. Aaron B. Kuntz, who did Scare Package, Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. The Pale Door, stuff like that. Yeah, which um, I haven't seen yet, but no, that's a, another conversation, yeah, but go it, ahead. Yeah, his, his stuff's great. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's so genre. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Travis Stevens, who did Jacob's uh-huh. Wife, which we, we uh-huh. got to do a Jack, Jacob's we Wife do. episode. Yes, <clears throat> yes. great um, movie. He's such a champion of the genre, and mm-hmm. just, it's like, this guy's not trying to do Hollywood, right? Yeah. No, yeah, um, so exactly. So these, the, these are the types of people that, that, I'm, that I'm like, you know, uh, uh, sure, communicating with and, and reading and following, yeah. and then this guy, Josh Rubin, pops up mm-hmm. with his movie Scare Me, mm-hmm. and um, it becomes a Shudder original. So yes. it com- comes out on Shudder as, as an original. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watch it, mm-hmm. and I'm just really, really intrigued by this movie. So Absolutely. the movie is almost like a play. It, it stars is. Josh Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> a guy shows up to a cabin mm-hmm. in a snowstorm, mm-hmm. He's a writer, and yep. uh, he's it's it's shown pretty quick. That obviously, he's not a great writer. He's <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. you know a white dude with, with yeah. dreams and ideas. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. And then and then he meets this uh, woman running out on the icy roads, and uh, he finds out that she is a super successful horror horror novelist. Yes. Um, and she's, that he's she's played by Aya Cash. Is that right? Is that yeah, how you say Aya, her name? Aya, Aya Cash. Yeah, okay. Aya Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he's just kind of like you know, yeah, fa- fanning a little bit. And then yeah. they run back, and then he goes back home. She goes back home. Yeah. And then he sits down. He's trying to write this werewolf movie, <laughs> right? And Which then is the power, yeah. yeah, the power goes out. Yeah. <clears throat> she comes over, mm-hmm. and then the whole movie basically turns into. Oh, so so you think you're a writer? Tell me a scary story. Right. So the whole movie is these two uh, characters trying to out scare the other. Yeah, um, and it's it, you know it's kind of a dark comedy. Um, yeah, <clears throat> there are parts of it. <clears throat> excuse me. There are parts of it that that lean into like real horror, yes. but like 
it's more it's more of a love letter to the genre to uh-huh. me than it is a traditional horror movie in general. Yeah, it's, I agree. And one of the, one of the things that I found, I actually watched that last night. It's funny. Um, but uh, one of the things that that movie reminds me of is even outside of the genre, it reminds me of having nods to. Um, well, you said it's almost like a play, right? Like there, yeah. there are, you could almost do this on a stage. Um, I guess there are parts that might prove difficult to do that, but it is very much, it's like a two-hander. It's, it's yeah. um, you know, it sort of reminds me, um, it doesn't remind me of The Lighthouse, but it's got that same kind of, you know, isolated. It's very yeah. much about what they're saying to each other and about the shifting dynamics. It reminds me of uh, parts of it as I was watching it yesterday, and I don't think you've seen this movie, but Parts of it reminded me of my dinner with Andre, where it's like... I have yet to see it. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, what is on the screen is not what is going on in your mind. Like, you are... It's almost like reading. You are imagining things that are not being shown to you. Um, And so your sort of experience of it is different than most movies where you are just passively taking in whatever they're saying. Like, they're describing things and you are conjuring them yourself, which is kind of... It's an interesting and and sort of innovative take on doing a film, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I, I watched this movie and I, I was uh, I was a big fan of it. Um, yeah, I felt like I knew the name Josh Rubin, but I wasn't sure from where. Mm-hmm. Um, watched it, enjoyed it. Followed him on Twitter. He's always uh, he he uh, he he was doing like a, a little thing where he 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 got uh, scripts printed of Scare Me and okay. was was selling signed uh, oh, booklets cool. and i got one of those oh nice um that's just I, i'm yeah, a fanboy yeah, yeah. sure you know whatever we're all sure, fans. sure um and then uh tiff gets uh gifted from a friend <clears throat> um a month subscription to to drop out which is yeah. college humor's streaming service yep yep um so we start watching that and one of the first things i notice is josh rubin is on an episode uh-huh I'm like, and I'm like, ooh, pause, pause. I love him. Yeah. I love him, though. And she's like, oh, tell, like, who is this person? And I kind of start explaining it. <clears throat> and then, um, and then I realize, oh, Josh Rubin has been directing College Humor originals, um, since 2008. Yeah. So he's been directing stuff that I've watched and enjoyed since, since yeah. I, since that. T- that that time when I got on Twitter in 2008, you know, yes. like when uh-huh. I was like a different person completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout this whole process, um, he started promoting his new movie, Werewolves Within. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay. <clears throat> so you have this guy. It's like he's all into like dark comedy and, mm-hmm. and weird, awkward character studies. Um untraditional uh <clears throat> viewpoints in, in narrative and, and kind of how to how to make a movie mm-hmm. um scrappy in the way that he can make a movie because Sh- or scare me was not uh a, a big budget you know yeah. it, he, he was one of those types of directors and writers and and performers um and I, I would recommend if you ever get a chance to to listen to the podcast make make cool shit yeah mm-hmm um, they're a podcast that actually were producers on the movie, um, and they agreed to produce the movie, um, and and back it. Uh, I don't know if it was executive producer where they're backing it, backing it financially, or if they were just yeah. had the right connections to get this or that. But they agreed yeah. to produce the movie um, if they could uh, throughout the process of 
from start to yeah. finish to premiere could document it through their podcast. So yeah. I listened to that whole thing. Yeah, and I was going to say that's sort of like a it's like a mini series, right? It's not like an ongoing that yeah. that was that podcast, right? Just yeah. just tracking and, and, the production. Yeah, and I think you know they're going to probably do another thing like that for the for another mini series oh, okay. of, yeah. of so I I don't think that was the end of the podcast as you. much as the first project. Yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and you know from from for the most part, what these people are saying about Josh Rubin in in these earlier episodes is like mm-hmm. this is the guy that like he's been on everything. He's incredibly funny. He's mm-hmm. incredibly thoughtful. He's 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 a great performer. He's yeah. he's smart. Yeah. When's he gonna get his, his moment? Sure. Because like, like when's he gonna make like he he's yeah. everybody knows that eventually this guy's gonna make something and everyone's sure. gonna know his name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. But it just hasn't happened. Um. Yeah. And scare me was his like, I'm gonna do the thing that I've always wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and now, um, <clears throat> his you know, Werewolves Within, is getting great reviews. Yeah. Um, it's not a uh, it's not a sophomore slump by any oh, means, no, criti- no, no. critically yeah. or financially. This yeah. this movie, uh, has been on the top of iTunes for, nice at least iTunes horror for yeah. a long time now. Yeah. Well, well, let's let's talk about um, how how that movie came to be because um, for some reason, and I, I knew this wasn't the case, but I had I had forgotten. So, sc- with scare me, you know, he stars in it, um, he writes it, he directs it. Werewolves mm-hmm. Within is, I mean, we've been talking about Josh Rubin quite a bit, but Werewolves Within is much more of a sort of collaborative um, yeah. project mm-hmm. than was. I mean, Scare Me is too, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. It was much less of a sort of uh, auteur type of thing um someone else um what was her name let me let me get it right mishna wolf yeah thank you um she wrote it um and i'm not too familiar with her um reading about Um, her she was apparently married to mark maron which is the sort of touch point that i i did not know that yeah um, i don't i've got a i've got a you got like a frog in my throat or something so sorry everybody they're fine. fine they love it um but she's apparently a uh like she does improv i guess and is a humorist a a humor uh comedy writer i guess i i didn't know much about uh mishna either yeah um this is i think her feature writing debut okay um she's i think she's written a a book i don't know if it's a a a novel i don't don't know what type but she's written a book it's a memoir Um, i think I mean, okay, yeah. that that has been uh, that that's seen some some kind of su- success. Yeah, it's called I'm Down. Um, so. Yeah, so she's yeah. she. I think she's done stand up. I think she's you yeah. know she's in that circle of, of yeah. You know, if she if she's married, I had no idea that she's married to Mark Maron. Yeah, um, um, that's super interesting. So, <clears throat> so Scare Me comes out, mm-hmm. and as Scare Me's coming out, he is. Uh, already on set for werewolves within mm, so mm-hmm. werewolves within start okay. i find this stuff incredibly interesting it, 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 probably your dad's probably listening snoozing right um <laughs> i don't know we'll see um the reviews will so be so U- ubisoft is that yeah. you say it ubisoft uh, uh, ubisoft I think. ubisoft i believe i don't, I don't know yeah I don't ubisoft know. we'll call it ubisoft okay. ubisoft yeah yeah um so they're a game company, right? Yeah, they make video games. Um, video games. I'm sure you've heard the name just from from playing a game. If you're listening, yep. Um, <clears throat> they have a uh, a a woman's uh, 
fellowship writing program. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mishna Wolf applies. Mm. Um, and when she when she gets there, they're basically like, hey, you know, play some games, open up our vault to our mm-hmm. IP, play some games. Yeah. We're interested in your viewpoint on some things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're trying to make a movie. Yeah. So she goes in and she's playing some games and she's kind of uh, gra- gravitates towards towards this VR game, yeah. which is... <clears throat> what, what is going on? I don't know. What's going on? What's going on? <clears throat> you just, just got to get it out. She's got to exercise <clears throat> the demons. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's a werewolf so, within your throat. <clears throat> part of me, like, yeah, it was a full moon last <laughs> night and part of me was like, what if? What yeah. if I just started like getting weird, kind of like yeah, just weird, scratchy belly aches yeah. and scratches, and, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, <laughs> your hand um, does that extension from uh, oh god, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so she starts playing playing some games, mm-hmm. and she finds this game, which is a VR game, and the gameplay is basically just a bunch of people talking and arguing yes so the 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 game and i I didn't know i knew that you know we had talked about this briefly and you had said oh well the movie's not really anything like the game and i looked up the game and watched a couple clips of it um earlier and it is basically a vr version of the game i guess that's just called werewolf um Werewolf, mafia, mafia, um, same any type of those. Thing. Yeah, someone basically. Yeah. yeah, someone's a defector. Someone in the group is lying, uh, and it's their job to mislead <clears throat> you to convince you that they're not the you know they're not it either the killer or the you know werewolf or whatever. Yeah, um, and so it's just a game of like social interaction where you lie and try to figure out who is being deceptive. And I love those games. Um, yeah, but this this was I mean this looks like. It is literally, it's a VR thing where you're just sitting around a campfire and everybody's assigned a little avatar character and you're just talking about this stuff. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so, I haven't even seen any gameplay. And, and it's also it's also set in like a medieval, it has like a medieval sort of skin to it. So like you're, you're okay. in a, it's literally nothing like this movie, uh, except yeah. for the fact that it's kind of a mystery sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, you know, she, she um, watches this gameplay and mm-hmm. there's so much conflict yeah. Um, immediately of everyone trying to convince everyone else that they either are or are not a werewolf that yeah. she was like, oh, this this is a movie. This is a this Absolutely. is a whodunit. Absolutely. Um, and you know she <clears throat> uh, she's basically like, hey, you know, I I really like this. Um, and they they basically say, you know, go wild with it. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So she writes a script. Yeah. At, at some point in the process, uh, the product. I, I don't know if it's it was before or after the script. I, I, I don't really know. But yeah. Vanishing Angle, which is Jim Cummings' uh, production company. Oh, yeah. So Vanishing Angle, who produced um, Thunder Road, yeah, uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh my oddly God. enough, yeah, yeah, Greener Grass, Beast Beast, and his new movie, The Beta Test. Holy um, shit! I did not know that. That's what Vanishing Angle was. <clears throat> Yes, huh. that's Jim Cummings and his and his partners. Wow. Okay. So Vanishing Angle comes in. Uh, they want to make this movie, and they're looking for a director. Um, and and uh, so basically, Josh Rubin pitches. Mm-hmm. He's like, as a director for hire, as a yeah. Um, you know, that's I feel like those types of directors don't get um. The the directors that that we love to like worship are the ones who like 
I have this idea for a story. Yeah, of Only course. Only I can. Tell they're the ones who it, are right? in control the whole time. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there definitely is this sort of um, pejorative attitude. I don't even know if that's the word, but there's a sort of. Um, Oh, what's the word? Uh, doesn't matter. There's sort of a looking down on um, directors yeah. for hire. And I'm not saying that's always unjustified. Uh, you know, yeah. I feel like at least my non-filmmaker yeah. perspective of that is a lot of times when that happens, it's because the studio is too in control and <clears throat> is looking to make a sure. product with no voice and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But you know, you know, and at the same time, we also love directors like David Fincher, Steven Spielberg, yeah. Ron, Ron Howard. Yeah. None of those guys are really writers. Oh no! You know? No, no, um, no. Like but David I, Fincher is, yeah. is the first to tell you, like, yeah, uh, you know, the writer is an important sure. piece of the puzzle, and of the course. director is an important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So it's like you know, the, and those those three are considered some of the greatest goats, of course. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think <clears throat> part of the reason maybe we don't think of them, and this is tangential, so we'll get back to it, but um, I think part of the reason we don't think of them as much in that category of like directors for hire is because whenever they do a project, if it's a Spielberg movie or a Fincher movie or something like that, you can tell, like their stamp is on it. It doesn't feel yeah. like, you know, Transformers 5 where it's just like, I don't know, <clears throat> it's somebody aping sure. Michael Bay or whatever. Yeah, and I think um, that's what's great about the the kind of the horizon that we see of Josh Rubin's career uh-huh. is when you yeah. watch Werewolves Within and Scare yes. Me. Yeah, there's a very clear through there's line. A clear, yes, exactly. Actually, it's <laughs> funny. Um, as as we were watching, um, I'm down here at Kendra's, and I, as we were watching, um, Scare Me yesterday. There's a conversation between the two where they're walking up the hill in the snow and they're talking, and she says something like, "What are you running from?" Because uh, he's out jogging or something like that. He said, like, "I'm not running mm-hmm. for anything." And she was like, "That line is in Werewolves with Him." Like, um, it's it's two people, a man and a woman, walking up a snowy hill, and the woman says something about, "What are you running from?" or something like that. And so then when I found out, I was like, "Oh goodness!" Like he didn't write Werewolves with Him. That's right. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. Um, <clears throat> but it's like you can see little. You can see yeah. reasons why he made sense for this. Um, yeah, not those little details, but still, you can see reasons in terms of the yeah. pacing and the and the comedy and how it plays yeah. off the horror and stuff. So, and and although he didn't write the movie, yeah, um, the the movie, you know, the writer of the movie is Mishna Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way he directed this movie mm-hmm. was was one hundred percent another pass on the script. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. <clears throat> the movie was less of a comedy. Oh, okay. Um, in the script form, I, I think it was, it still had that kind of Cohen Cohen Brothers type of humor, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's just situationally comedic, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. These all these people in, in this situation, yeah. Um, but when 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 he got the job, yeah, or when he was pitching for the job, Ubisoft was basically he was like, so how attached are you to the aesthetic of the game, uh-huh. like? And and their response was, listen, we just want to make a good movie, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, it's got to be a werewolf. Yeah. And people have to be arguing about who it is. Yes. Those are the those are the guidelines. That's those are the, the rules. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and he was like, oh, which this is, <laughs> yeah, which is smart because like <clears throat> that is. And granted, I've never played this VR game, but just knowing how mafia and werewolf work, like those are the components that are key. Um, yeah. The fact yeah. that it's in a medieval whatever in the video game, that, that's an arbitrary choice. So it was yeah. smart of them to understand <laughs> that those are the key functional things that make this like the game. Um, yeah. So. <clears throat> so I think when he was pitching, he used um, 
you know, the Coen brothers yeah. as a reference. The, um, I never thought about the Coens until right now, and that makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So he, he used he used the Coens as a reference. Uh, yeah. He used um, <clears throat> um, uh, I saw, I saw a- Amblin as okay. a reference. Yeah, I was gonna um, say I, I felt a lot of like sort of Wes Anderson in there. Um, oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like just just sort of aesthetically, and that might have more to do with like set design and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it did feel like sort of sort of Wes Andersony. It felt um, definitely some sort of carpenter in there but i don't know if that's sure. just because he yeah it's, it's a snowy well, isolated place and people don't trust each other or something yeah well you yeah know? you should you should listen to he did a, a podcast episode i forget the name of the podcast yeah but it's joe dante um oh uh-huh. and uh one of his writing buddies yeah and they basically just talk about the movies that like mm. they love and that made made them yeah. and um and then you could just tell when you hear josh talk about the movies that he loved growing up it's yeah. like oh so he he uh his sister his older sister took mm-hmm. him to see one of the uh jason movies in the theater when he was yeah. way too young yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like oh this is a cartoon i love this yes uh-huh. you know for him freddy krueger is the greatest cartoon ever of it's course so yeah. funny yeah you know um and ridiculous and frightening yeah um but the other reference that he used that i think really helped him get the job oddly was arachnophobia Oh, okay. Uh huh. Um, w- uh-huh. You know, which is a Gary Marshall movie, right? Okay. I don't remember. Who is, you know, uh, Spielberg's. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Amblin partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I so, hate. I hate that movie. I've tried to describe yeah. it from my mind, uh, <clears throat> just because of my own personal fear of spiders. And but I, I haven't seen yeah. it since I was. I don't even know if I've actually ever seen it all the way through, but yeah. after hearing that, I yes. really want to watch it. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'll watch it again, but I, I do remember, I do think that tone, I, the, the tone of it rings true to me, you know, where it's like yeah. there are these punctuated moments of tension or scare, but beyond that, it's about this like community and these funny little sort of, you know, not Lynchian yeah. relationships, they're not that weird, but these sort of funny little communal relationships, community relationships, and how they're dealing with this threat or whatever, that sometimes yeah. tracks into a little bit scary and tense in a sort of fun way. Um, so that, that right. makes sense to me, but yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the the Amblin reference makes a lot of sense too, it's uh-huh. this I, I think it's 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 more of this kind of like tone of humor is totally fine along with real kind of yeah uh kind of real life frightening stuff like i keep going back to et like sure the scariest parts are people and Uh and what they're capable of it's not the aliens right right and and, yeah and the fact that you know again et or elliot's uh family has gone through some 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 hardships mm-hmm. and there are real life family who you know say <laughs> argue at the t- you know it's just yeah yeah, this, yeah definitely yeah um no that completely that completely makes sense to me so let's talk about um let's talk about what this movie's about i mean uh we'll say spoilers up top because we'll you know i don't want to be careful about what we're saying um so this is about the the plot and we don't have to go deep into it but the plot is about a forest ranger who is assigned to this new town called Beaverfield. Um, the yeah. forest ranger's name is Finn Wheeler. Um, and it's this snowy town 
and the at the time that he gets there, the the townspeople are already sort of uh, arguing and uh, split up over the decision about whether to let this rich businessman um, put a pipeline um, through the town. Um, yeah, so there's like already is- these divisions in there. Um, and so he gets there, and then as things unfold, essentially all these little quirky townspeople who all are interesting, fun characters end up at what is a bed and breakfast, um, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They end mm-hmm. up at the bed and breakfast together, and the power goes out, the generators are gone, the internet's down, and people are dying, right? And so slowly over the yeah. course of the film, this is very very brief, rough over overview, but slowly over the course of the film, they realize that it, it appears to be a werewolf that's killing people. Um, yes. And they, it must be one of them, and they don't know who it is. Um, yeah. And it's just, I mean, that's just such a great setup. And I mean, this, this is some of my favorite, you know, movies. This is the thing, again. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I, I, there were a lot of uh, comparisons with Clue, which is a really great movie. Um, yeah. And, uh, and a lot of what, a, a, yeah, go a ahead. note that I wrote was uh, one of his pitches was yeah. Fargo yes. in the through the viewpoint of Amblin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that tracks. It does track. It absolutely does. And also, you know, I was listening to a couple of interviews earlier where um, someone made the comparison to Clue. And, you know, it's obvious obvious to make the comparison because it's like a it's like a whodunit it's like a a mystery type it's a funny tense mystery but another thing that makes sense is because a lot of it is uh in terms of how he directed it um a lot of it has to do with this sort of ensemble like choreography and blocking and stuff and how people stand in the shot to get comedy beats to land right and stuff yeah um which is very is very clue like as well where you have them running from room to room and all this kind of stuff um so yeah i overall this is it was a great movie um yeah and one of the ways in which he landed a lot of the cast like the cast is stellar like it's like uh it's it's uh you know there are there are a few really recognizable names like yeah uh Milana Vaintrub. Yeah, what else was she in? Uh, Vaintrub. She she plays she, the. Um, yeah, she's the um, the USPS uh, person. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, her. Uh, what is it? Is she is she the AT and T woman? Oh, you know what? She might be. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's AT and T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just. She take was one in Upright the, Citizens Brigade. Let's see. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm on the wrong page. But I'm her. Yeah. Yeah, she's 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 the face of AT and T. Okay. So that's her. That's huh. if you feel like you've seen her over and over again, it's like yeah, that oh makes yeah, sense. of course I have. She's she's the AT and yep. which is it's. Yep. I love seeing her actually get to like yeah, do something act yeah, do right. It's like real. she's great for sure. Um, <clears throat> oh, but man. uh, so apparently how he he got um a lot of this ensemble because this is just his second movie. Um, yeah. the the movie that he directed. He got the this movie from like a screener of okay. Scare Me before it came out. They're like, "Oh, he can direct. He can do interesting, yeah. funny things." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that was it. He wasn't a- at all, um, uh, uh, you know, a critical success or yeah. a success yet at all, other than kind of his track record of, you know, yeah. he'd been directing for years and years, just no done a lot of short features stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, it's one of those things where you got one person in in the role. And they would be like, you know, because there are a lot of uh, pairings, like a lot of mm-hmm. uh, uh, couples in, in this community. So you would get one person in the role, yeah. and then that person would recommend, oh yeah, uh, a great acting friend for another role. Okay. So it was less of 
you know, kind of picking each character in, in more of landing characters that they could, yeah, and then getting recommendations uh, from, and that's and you can feel kind of the the camaraderie and uh-huh. the connections I feel because of that, yeah, because all of the, a lot of these people would work together before. Well, and that is what you need. I mean, with a movie like yeah. this, where it's about a little small tight knit community. Um, and yeah, there were a lot of, there were a lot of actors in this who I recognized, but I don't, you know, I didn't know their name off the, off the cuff kind of thing. Um, yeah. but there was, there's one guy who, uh, plays the, he plays the husband of the woman with the dog, um, who I had seen. He, he did a Netflix show several years ago that I liked like, you know, just lots of little yeah. things like that where it's like, Oh, this person, I remember this person <clears throat> specifically being really good, but I haven't seen them in big movies. So I don't know their name. Kind of right. Um, yeah. And I would also just want to say, and I don't know a ton of what he's done. I don't know that I know anything of what he's done, but Finn Wheeler, who is played by Sam Richardson, he killed yeah. it. Like he was great. It, he is. He was he great. So incredibly. Uh, yeah. He's a great actor. But even more so, he's just so like likable. Yes, absolutely. Like he, he's like he's got a kind of gravitational force he to does. where you just like yeah. you just root for him yep. immediately. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's been in a lot of uh, stuff. He's not very many starring roles. Like, okay. Um, he was in the show Veep. Um, oh yeah. Which I, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I don't know show. if I ever really saw that. He played a TSA agent in We're the Millers. Okay. Um, uh, s- stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Somebody then you've he seen gets around this movie broken. Yeah, and then uh, at the same time, the movie The Tomorrow War comes out, and yeah. he has a big role in that. Oh, which okay, is that's an Amazon a, thing, uh, I think, or something. Uh, yeah, Amazon yeah. Uh, like future it, war movie. Is it Chris led Pratt? by Chris, it, Chris Pratt? Yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, huh. So he's having a moment, which is he's yeah he deserves nice it. He's very good. Um, yeah. So. Like I don't know what else is there to say. Oh, one other one other performance that I wanted to to call out as long as we're talking about actors is, and I don't even know that I know his name. I don't even know that I can find it. Um, it might be this. Oh, it's this guy. Okay, Glenn Fleshler. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He he's a face that you've seen yes. for so long, and you don't you can't quite put your exactly. finger on it. But yeah. he he was in. So what I knew him from most, what he's done a bunch of HBO shows, but what I've known him from most was True Detective. Um yeah. he was in the first season of True Detective. He's a big dude <clears throat> with a face that you won't forget and he's got like yeah. his eyes are just he's the perfect sort of intimidating force on the screen. Yep. Um and this and this movie really uses him in a very nice way in a clever way. Um, yeah, and it it plays it for some laughs here and there, but he's he's very good through the whole thing. He's this sort of wilderness hunter trapper type, um, yeah, who they think might be doing the murders at first or whatever. Um, yeah, but he he was yeah. uh he was in an episode of Watchmen. He was in oh, Joker. Yeah, 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 that's um, right. That's right. He uh he he played a character in Barry, which I've yet to see Barry, but I've yeah, only I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, in this, he plays Emerson Flint, which is a is a great name. There's a lot of good names in this. Um, you know, yeah. Finn Wheeler is a very good name. Uh, just yeah. some, of the, I don't know, I don't know what it is about the names in this movie. It's just like, oh, those are well, those are good. It just, like, it just feels like they have a music to them. You know, yeah, it it, um, it feels like a idyllic narrative type. Yeah. Again, Amblin, you yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. this exactly. this this kind of heightened exactly. Uh, reality slightly of, heightened even just in the terms of the in terms of the names right yeah there's yeah. a little bit of magic a yes, little movie magic exactly, to the exactly. Yeah. um okay so to get into spoilers um 
you know, just to talk about a couple beats that I thought were interesting, but will completely ruin the movie. So if you want to watch the movie first, um, here's yeah. your here's your spot. And if, if you haven't seen it, like, yeah, you you, you need to watch this movie. Yeah, you like, need to it's, see it. it's, it's true. It's it's yeah. you know, it's and I'll say little, it's worth watching. Fun. It's worth watching going in cold. So like. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm probably cutting the listenership, you know, into 33% at this point, but that's fine. That means yeah. one person's left. Um, so, but nonetheless, uh, I would say go go watch this before you listen to us. Just spoil it because it, it is really good. Highly recommend. Yeah. Um, but there was a scene early on in the film. It's actually the first scene where, and I might get some of this mixed up. I've only seen it the one time several weeks ago. Same. Um, but nonetheless, uh, there is a scene early on where. Finn Wheeler, Sam Richardson's character, and uh, Cecily Moore, who is uh, Milana... I don't know how to say her last name. Um, yeah. Vaintrub, the, maybe? The main uh, woman actor. Vaintrub? Vain, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the first scene where they're sort of... Um, well, it's maybe not the first scene. It's the scene where they're hanging out, and they sort of yeah. go to... He's, like, following her on her postal route for some reason, just kind of get, get to know the town, I think, or he needs to talk to somebody. I don't remember the plot that gets you there. But anyway... Um, he and he, him and her, uh, they go to this bar where she is, I guess, delivering mail, but also has a key. I don't remember how they set it up, but they end up in this bar yeah. on her route, um, and they end up like throwing axes together. Um, yeah, and my my memory, it was darts, but of course it was axes. Yeah, it was axes. Like, yeah, like what a yeah, what a perfect <laughs> way to flip the script on a, a, a bar yes. trope of. Let's go throw darts. Like no, yes. they're chucking axes. No, they're chucking in the bar. axes. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's great. And and so they're throwing axes together. They're having a really good time. And it was the only part of the script. I mean, I'm sure I could come up with something else, but it was the only part of the script that I thought I had a gripe with. And then it turns out I didn't have a gripe with it. Um, the the first on the first watch through, like that scene, I was like, they have written her um, like a. And this is to overgeneralize men, but I was like. They have written her like a man's ideal of a a woman that you would meet and just have a, a like a meet cute. It's like a it's like a men's yeah. ideal of a meet cute, where everything yeah. he enjoys. Guess what? She enjoys it too, right? Um, yeah. And he has this ex that he's sort of estranged from, and guess what? She's the sort of anecdote to all the problems that he feels like he's having with this other person, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, they really sort of wrote her around him in that scene. And I didn't, and it wasn't sure. like, it wasn't like a sort of moral judgment about, I wasn't like, oh man, you know, writing men no. in this, whatever. But like, I was just like, yeah, that reads kind of whatever. And then you find out that that's on purpose, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like that's, that scene there's a, there is a sense. payoff. There is a yeah. payoff to the fact that that's how that scene plays out. And, um, so I don't know. I just thought, you know, that was a thing where it was a nice, it was a pleasant surprise where I was like, I'm kind of disappointed in that one scene. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. They recontextualized no, it. They did it on purpose. Um, and kind of the same with, uh, I wasn't disappointed about it, but the, kind of the same with Glenn Fleshler's character, the the hunter. Um, you know, at first I'm like, ooh, that's fun. It's fun to nice, you know, I didn't think it, he was the werewolf because I was like, he's too obvious of a red herring or whatever. Um, but then like toward the end, they find a way he's still kind of a kind of an asshole at the beginning or seems like it you know he's not he's very standoffish yeah. whatever and they find a way to sort of rope him in too where it's like no he he plays this very particular role in the community um yeah and and sort of he fits even though he doesn't fit kind of thing um sure. so i just i just felt like a lot of the a lot of the really relationships uh were really 
and I don't even know that I would call that characterization necessarily, but the the interrelationships between the characters were really well thought out and well executed. Um, yeah, across totally. the whole thing. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you do you want to get into uh, the ending? Sure, let's do it. I mean, we're we're how far in? We're like forty eight yeah, minutes like, in. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's do it. <clears throat> so, um, this is the type of movie where uh, for those listening. Y'all know I don't I don't love third acts. Yes. Um yes. endings are whatever to me most for the most part. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that, when I'm watching this movie, um, I'm not really thinking, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah, I'm just yeah, kinda yeah. like wallow, wallow, wallowing in the yeah. uh, the the delight of how they've kind of put these scenes together and, and the way the characters interact. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and uh I'm still trying to figure out why, why that is. I part of it is like I feel like since I was a kid, I've loved movies so much that as soon as like you could tell it's ending. Um, you <laughs> could yeah, you could tell that like yeah. okay, this has to happen, and now we're now we're in the uh, yeah, we're in the the the. I'm like, why why do we have well, to why do we have to do this? Why do also, we have to end? I mean, also <laughs> why do we I would to say go you know I wonder I I would speculate about your dislike of third acts if also because like. I wonder if it's because of the type of tension that you get or the type of conflict and unresolved that you have is usually different. Like yeah. in a third act, it's usually not like interpersonal or character based conflict or unresolved things. It's usually just sort of kinetic or action things in a lot of senses or yeah. in a lot of cases. Right. Like, so once you get to the, like, so for this, for example, now most of the re- most of the resolution has happened in terms of character this may be an exception but most most movies like you get to the end most of the resolution has happened in terms of character we know who did this we know who betrayed whoever we know who's a good guy and who's a bad guy and then it's just about them fighting or trying to get the macguffin or doing the you know yeah. doing the thing that's more sort of plot based tension as opposed to yeah uh, you know i don't know if that's why but you know yeah, maybe. Yeah, anyway. probably. Probably it's probably a, a a mix of a lot of things. Yeah, but, sure, um, sure. So that being said, it's like I don't spend a lot of time like trying to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of kind of. You're not trying to anticipate the end. A who done it for me yeah. isn't, and this isn't completely true. But sure. a who done it for me isn't a, isn't about like oh who is it? It's about yeah. you know it's about enjoying the uh, yeah. the the the. the first and second acts really yeah sure and then and then letting letting the third act happen <laughs> but is it about though because like i feel like there's one way to say that and we'll, we'll get to actually talking about the, <laughs> the end of this movie sorry but yeah like just to get into the theory of it a little bit you know i remember watching a, a ted talk weirdly enough when ted talks were like kind of newer things uh, a ted talk from jj abrams talking about where he uh, had a mystery box the mystery box thing yeah yeah i mean is part of it is part of it because you actually do enjoy not the not knowing element or do you just kind of not care about the whodunit thing like you know what i mean yeah maybe um i i i, I it's not that i don't care about the whodunit thing right it's it's that's not because I, I also don't try to i don't i don't catch myself like trying to figure it out actively as we're going along you know but yeah. i think part of that is because like i i sort of don't want to ever find out i like the fact that it's you know what yeah. i'm saying Sure. Um, if that and and it's less to do with like I'm just paying attention to interrelationships between between characters, and it's more like no, it is it is that that kind of plotty sort of thing. But it's like yeah. I like the unresolved part more than I like the here's who it was or whatever. Yeah, um, and and but. just because this is an Amblin esque movie, I'm going to 
reference E.T. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want I want to see E.T. and Elliot getting drunk for an hour. Right, 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 right. Before I want to see them running from the cops. Yeah. Or from, the, not the cops, but you know. The, the, yeah, the authorities, the, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, although, the, what's great about Spielberg is that he can he can he can make uh, kids on a bicycle in that yeah. s- sense feel magical versus just like action. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, yeah, when it's, they it's you know, heightened. The, yeah. It's heightened. Anyway, yeah. this isn't about ET. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I'm there. There are a few moments where I'm th- where I, where my brain just goes. Oh, it could be this person because of this, or it could be this person sure. because of that. But I'm not super super focused on it. There was one scene where I was like, "Oh, it's probably this person," uh-huh. and I was correct. You were correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and spoil, so, let's go ahead and spoil it and get into yeah. it. So, because I, I want to so, hear. Yeah. Yeah. So it ended up being <laughs> Cecily Cecily yeah. Moore, the yeah. male girl, is uh-huh. the uh, you. you Postal Service uh, character yep. is the werewolf. Yep, it's her. Um, so there's there's a scene. Uh, I guess it's the scene where the uh, kind of gross man mm-hmm. I, is is he the the husband of the dog lady? Uh, the gross dude. I can't. What do you mean by? It's gross? been a minute. What do you mean by gross? Uh, <laughs> he just um, wasn't he like uh, like the touchy feely type of just gross dude? Uh okay, yeah. Um, I'm getting but a nod. It, I'm getting a nod. Yes, he was. Yeah, because uh, shortly mustache. after, yeah, shortly oh, yes. after okay. is when he got yes. got. Okay, yeah, and um, his which hand I think is gets got or something. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <clears throat> uh, once there, w- there's a spot right after that happened mm-hmm. where almost everyone's in the hallway. Like what? What w- oh, WTF moment? And yes. she's not present. And I'm right. like, oh, it's probably her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, okay. that's a keen eye. Uh, yeah, I yeah. had forgotten about that. He says he makes a sort of comment to her, and it's kind of brazen, right? Like, he kind of makes a comment to her right in front of everybody uh, yeah. and says something to the extent of, like, we can share a room or something like that. I don't remember. And I don't remember yeah. if his it wife is right there guy. or what, but, yeah, I had forgotten about that element of that character. I sort of only yeah. related him to the dog lady um, and had forgotten yeah. what he was like at all. Um, that makes sense, though. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So you were yeah, kind of anticipating it, it from that yeah, point. I, yeah, and I was, but for me, it, did, it, didn't, it didn't matter, matter at all, yeah, yeah, just because, yeah, yeah, like, sure. you know. Um, yeah. It's still good. Did you? How about you, as in regards to the whodunit and how it was no, portrayed? Um, no, honestly, I didn't, um, I, I didn't figure it out, but then again, I don't have a clear memory of any scene where I tried to, really. Um, sure. maybe I'm misremembering, but, um, I just sort of like, it, it's with a lot of, I felt this way about sort of knives out and I kind of felt this way about, um, about Wolf of Snow Hollow as well. Um, there's just this sort of, um, I just sort of take it passively. I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So sometimes maybe I'll do that. Or if I said, I have to do it very consciously. It never just pops into my mind like, oh, maybe it's this person or maybe it's that person. Like gotcha. the first time watching through the thing or something, it's so much about that. It's so much about yeah. who is it, you know, um, that maybe I did that a little bit. But usually I just don't do that. Like I just sort of, you know, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I'll go back and look at clues later, but I'm not, I don't really try to play the detective when I watch those yeah. movies. Uh, sp- speaking of the thing though, like yeah. I'm in the band, I'm in the camp now to where McCready was the thing. You think okay? so? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he uh, like, 
Interesting. How else would would Wilford Brimley have gotten thinged uh-huh. had it not been for the, the the vodka that he brought? Right. And then why was McCready's shirt all torn up? So you think it's that McCre- they never they yeah. never draw attention it's to that true. again? It's true. And then at, then at the very end of the movie, yeah. What is what does McCready do uh-huh. uh, to uh, what's gives him what, a drink? Is that your, he gives him a drink? He gives him a drink. Okay, which is how he got interesting uh, diabetes. And diabetes. <laughs> that's how he got him. You shouldn't drink uh, when you have diabetes. This is that's yeah. Wilfred's first mistake. Um, the, whenever whenever we watched it, yeah, most recently, I uh-huh. was like, this. It's just like the stars have like this is a constellation in the sky for Dude, me. Like that movie is. Ugh. It's anyway. yeah. It's anyway. Anyway, um, yeah. There's not much I love more than that movie. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, sure. so yeah. But I, I prefer Halloween. I'm all sorry. that. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Both masterpieces. Yeah. There's no wrong choice here. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, no. So I don't. I don't usually try to figure it out. I didn't try to figure this out. It's usually for me. You know, there. Uh, there's another movie that I won't mention because I don't. It. It doesn't advertise itself as this type of movie. But like usually, and for this, for Werewolves Within, there's one scene where it's like you can tell they're about to reveal it, you know? You can just feel yeah. in the pacing that they're about to reveal it. And it's usually yeah. at that point, like a dumbass, I'm like, oh, it's this person because the, the pacing changed, you know? <laughs> or the <whatever>. pacing changed. <laughs> uh, they've so. chosen They've chosen uh, a, a new kind uh-huh. of... A lot of time, it's a score, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. You don't know, you don't think about it or yes. realize it, but they're, um, yeah. it's just... They're, they're communicating yeah. a different tone yeah, uh, we're in the. the uh, we're, I'm in the business of emotional manipulation. There you go. So, yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so usually <laughs> I figure it out exactly when they want me to figure it out. Um, for the most yeah. part. So cool. Um, but yeah, so it's it's Cecily. Um, and then what what else do you have to say about the ending? I mean, I thought it was a nice payoff. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a nice payoff. And my but um, mm-hmm. and and after thinking about the Amblin tone, I understand how it ended and why it ended the way it did. Yeah. Um, but my kind of, uh, broken mind was disappointed. Okay. Why is that? that? Uh, that they kill off the werewolf. Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Like, sure, she's the bad guy, but in my head, it's like, I'm like, oh no, let's, let's, my thought was, Uh okay, and this, again, this is, this is probably, uh, 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 emotionally broken, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Sam Richardson's character, Finn, has been, is dying. He's been stabbed. Right. And th- she's there, and she could just turn him, and then they could go and run uh-huh. off and do some... Uh-huh. Just, you could have a sort you know, of fairy tale type, weird fairy tale type ending. Yeah, l- yeah. like a midsummer ending, yeah, right? Yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, of course that's not a. The midsummer ending <laughs> yeah, is so yeah. emotionally just not healthy. Yeah. No, it's not um, healthy at all. But in the in the view in the kind of the 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 light yeah. of a fairy tale, yeah. like yeah. But sure. and again, like the, then that bar scene wouldn't pay off in the right way. And right, you know, right, right. Whatever. Sure. But. Uh, that w- that was my big gripe with the movie, which is probably whatever. It's just that end. I'm like, well, let's what's what's the last curveball you could throw? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. like let's 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 yeah. you know. That makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I just liked her a lot, and to me, it was yeah, like yeah, she was she wasn't the spider in arachnophobia to me. She was like, mm. you know, she's not the the 
the evil spider. I kind of like, get that. Um, well, yeah, I kind of get that. And I don't remember. I would have to go back and watch it again. But do her sort of killings kind of have a logic of morality to them? I mean, I know that that gross guy gets attacked. Um, do they yeah. have that kind of logic to them, or is it just are there no, points? No, she's at probably just she's. It's yeah. probably just more wild animal yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, I don't sure. know that it's yeah. evil and, as and much as to some extent. I, I feel mean, like I feel like they they prime you if i'm remembering correctly to kind of not feel the way that you felt i feel like they were pushing for the other the other sort of interpretation because toward the end doesn't she even in non-werewolf form just kind of become you know uh, less you know it's not like she's this compassionate person who gets taken over by the way she sort of likes the werewolf part of her and is fine with it right um yeah and she's sort of hiding uh, in plain sight kind of thing yeah, but I I don't know. I was kind of I was kind of into that. Okay, you know? <laughs> fair enough. Like, yeah, sure. She's sure. like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, it's an interesting it's an interesting possibility, especially in a movie where you have it's, all these characters who are. It's the wrong tone. It's the wrong tone potentially, but at the same time, you could have made it the right tone by ma- you know f- focusing more on you know it's not that all these people in the town were perfect. You know what I mean? They all had character flaws and they all had problems. Um, but then again, I guess, you know, Finn has a speech about that anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think if I, if I were writing this movie, it would end in such a way that, um, (laughs) maybe it's not as mar- mar- maybe this is a lesson to me in like marketability maybe maybe <laughs> um potentially maybe i don't know i mean you know in in a world where uh, a production company is saying just make a good movie you know what i mean um yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem like he would have had to have done that but uh, yeah but yeah i don't know um dope is there anything else to say about this movie or about josh <laughs> rubin i mean i know i'm sure you have more to say about josh rubin um yeah i love josh in the rubin. future what does he have coming up do you know as a director um what does he have anything uh okay so here here, for the anyone who's made it to this point yeah 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 (laughs) i'm not sure what he has coming up but i'll tell you what he wants to have come up oh yeah okay we have to talk about that of course josh rubin has been rallying on twitter (laughs) and the internet for months now yeah and this is i think pre werewolves release and i think when he when when werewolves actually like uh was a success i think he was like Oh, maybe I should just keep pushing. Sure. He wants to reboot Darkman. Yes. So, Darkman, for, and I'm sure many of you have not seen Darkman. Yeah, Darkman is not, it's not like the same as having seen Batman. No, anymore. it's not. Uh uh-uh. But it's a Liam but, Neeson movie from a long time ago. Yeah. But um, it is a, the type of movie to where, you know, Sam Raimi kind of wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Batman was coming sort of out. A, yeah, uh, he wanted to make some uh, like kind of some Batman, sort of dark, kind of a shadow dark hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, what do we call him? Dark Man. Dark Man. We yeah. hi- we hired. Uh, if you listen to the score for Dark Man and then listen to the score for Batman uh-huh. uh, eighty nine, yeah. you're gonna yeah. Even if you don't know anything about music, you're gonna well, be like, what? What? Yeah. What? I mean, wait dar- a minute. Dark Man wears a, a a sort of hat. I forget what you call those hats, but uh, one of those like 1940s hats, a big trench coat, yeah. a big black trench coat, and then his face is has been burned, so he's wrapped in bandages. His whole face is wrapped in bandages, and yeah. so it's like it's sort of a mashup. Now, I want to rewatch it, but it's sort of a mashup between like Universal Monsters and Batman and the Shadow, and it's you know it's all that cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just cram it's, it together. It's, it's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and I actually hadn't made this. Uh, I don't know why I hadn't thought about this before, yeah. but 
I think Sam, early Sam Raimi and Josh Rubin, like there's a there's, there's a similarity. A, yeah, there's yeah. there's a, a physical comedy and a uh, darkness. Yeah, yeah um, true. That, that that blend really well together. Yep. Um, uh, the way that he uses the camera, the way he he, he cuts, he I know he's he's actually referenced Edgar Wright as an influence with okay. Shaun of the Dead yeah. on this movie, yeah, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense. It does make sense, yeah. Um, so he yeah. he's been ra- rallying for um for for to, to, to remake reboot. Darkman, yeah. And I'm like, you know, Sam oh. Raimi, I'm sure he still has the 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 rights to Darkman, probably like, right, yeah. Yeah, it's because uh, it was hit. It was. Did he write Darkman? You know, I don't know. We need to do a Darkman episode. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, let me let me find yeah, out real quick. Check and check and see. But um, I you know my guess would be either he has the rights or they're stuck in some sort of you know some old production company that's gone now or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Sam it's, Raimi wrote. Okay. Uh, was was a writer was a on writer. Dark. He was that's the story guy so, and a writer. That's on, so funny. So. Um. But, like, it's so funny to me that Josh Rubin has just leaned into that. I don't know if it was his idea initially or if someone just said it to him or something, but he has just leaned so hard into it. Like, he'll post pictures of himself reading Darkman comic books and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and it's just like, well, yeah, why not, man? Like, I, I think he understands, and, yeah. and I think what a lot of people are starting to understand is yeah. that, like, um, the, the, the way in which ideas uh, and uh-huh. movies are made now... Yeah. Um, if it's outside of the studio system, yep, is the wild west. That's, like, yep. it doesn't work. It, it all it doesn't work the way it used to. No, you know, it's like yeah. if an like if enough people on the internet want it, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers will let exactly. Scott Snyder finish the Justice League, uh-huh. right? Yeah, Zack Snyder, um, not not the yeah. Jo- the, what did I say? You said Scott, uh, which is Scott also Snyder. a good Snyder. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Scott um, Snyder's great. Yeah, so uh, you know he he does understand that, and the thing is, like yeah. in the past, that might have been a silly thing to do with your professional sort of forward public facing, you know, medium. Uh, and at this point, it's like, well, who knows, man? Like, he, yeah. He first of all, who do, knows? He make it to do Dark Man. Who knows? Yeah. First um, of all, who knows? And second of all, like, it's it's he's the college humor guy. It's part yeah. of his brand. It's like, true. why would he not be it's like true. saying and, you know? And even if he he is also part of this, you know, there's a lot of we haven't talked about this, but there's I've heard people make you know comparisons or not even comparisons, but like put him in the same basket of like sort of a Jim Cummings, who it's like he's a performer, he's a writer, he's a director, he's yeah. made multiple movies uh, that are good, so it's not just a fluke. You know, it's yeah. like he is actually yeah. really really good. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of one of those things where he seems to be branding himself as a filmmaker that you know you would watch the film because of them, even if they're not on camera. Totally. Um, and so, you know, I think it's one of those things where even if he doesn't make Darkman, he is signaling to tons of people like us that he shares this sort of similar sensibility and aesthetic and stuff like that. And so yeah. that's going to, you know, even if he never makes Darkman, wh- whatever he makes next, I'm going to be into it. And I'm going to think yeah. it's cool that well, he wanted yeah. to make Darkman, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. the thing. There are so many of us yeah. that are like, yeah. "Oh my God, I would love for would him to remake to Dark Man." That. Yeah, of course. And because he wants, because that's his dream movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. oh well, what is he going to make? Exactly. What can he make? And I'll it, watch it. I don't. It, and it also signals that he's not trying to, um, you know, he's not trying to do enormous studio stuff. 
or at least you know it's not yeah. that he would never want to do that but it's like that's not where he's that's not his he's not got a bird's eye uh view yeah. toward you know making a you know captain america eight or whatever it is yeah so but i i but at the same time like yeah. i feel like he could be a director that will eventually oh. be poached poached by kevin Certainly. feige like taika you Certainly. know no question um, yep and you know he's he's not gonna he's not gonna say no <laughs> no 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 of course he's not yeah, gonna exactly. say no. exactly exactly um, um dope well you want to you want to rate this uh rate this yeah. bad boy werewolves uh, well h- here's uh uh something uh, uh, an interaction that you and i had on twitter yeah. uh-huh. um with josh rubin kind of made my oh, yeah. day oh yeah because he uh, you know i'm i'm rallying for the, the dark of man of course movie. yeah of course i am i now i even posted uh, a tweet saying hey if it if if it would help i would i would yes do post sound for free on that movie yeah. to make it yeah. happen yeah and then you and then you said something you tweeted at him at the same time yeah and then he followed me yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he yeah he, he followed me and he oh, has yeah, liked dude. a tweet or two of mine nice. since that's fun um so it's like that's fun. yeah that was like that's pretty good uh, a fun little giddy fanboy yeah. uh, moment of mine so who knows so. your one of your next uh compositional jobs could be dark man or, or post yeah. whatever whatever you do yeah yeah no that that won't happen yeah. <laughs> but re- regardless it's just fun yeah I'd, absolutely I'd, yeah that's why fun. i like twitter so much it's like sure it's, it's not it's not just all your it's not just all the people that you know no um yeah. uh like instagram for me is more like Oh, here are all the people I know, and this oh, is how I keep up with people, and, uh-huh. and and that's just how I use it. I'm sure, sure. it may yeah, be yeah, different yeah. for you. Yeah. Um. To to where like Instagram has replaced Facebook for me. I see. In the yeah. sense that like, and, and it's it's more of, oh, this is what they're up to in uh in in a, in a image way yeah. versus yeah, yeah, like yeah. a big uh post kind of way. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. Twitter for me is there are a few people I. Actually, have interacted with in real life that I know, Um, but the rest of it is just, you know, people that I would never get a chance to talk to otherwise. No, definitely, yeah. People that I looked up, look up to, people that um, I'm excited about what they're doing, yeah. And then a lot of people who just like I can just tell we just love the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it is fun when you get like a. The other day, I got a. Um, I called Jim Cummings a genius on there and he liked it and I was, it's just so fun to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It means nothing, but it's just that fun no. little like punch of, of dopamine. Like, Oh, it's like a pretend interaction. What, what a fun time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's we read. did We did a Jim Cummings episode, right? We did. We certainly did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, um, he's wonderful. Too. I just got Wolf Snow Hollow on Blu-ray and rewatched it. And so oh, good. nice. So good. Um, yeah. all right. Well, uh, let's rate werewolves within. You want to go first? You want me to? <laughs> I did the thing where I haven't thought of the clever same thing. same yeah. So I'm like yeah, like I'll, I'll go first. I'll I'll okay. I'll go first and I'll I'll make mine uh, just not terribly thoughtful, but it'll be fine. Um, I am going to say overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I I don't. It's not like one of my favorite movies of all time or anything, but um, I I thought it was really cool. I look forward to watching it again. It has that like whodunit vibe that I'm really into. Um, it has the, a lot of just a lot of the elements aesthetically and plot wise that I'm I really enjoy. So I'm looking forward to watching it again. It also uh, one of the most important things about that movie was that it it made me just absolutely sure that scare me wasn't a sort of fluke or one off or anything like that. Like this dude knows what he's doing, which makes me even more excited. Cause it's like, Oh, we're going to get more good stuff. Um, 
So I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it 8.5 out of 10. Uh, and I'm not taking off for anything. It's just you know not everything is a 10. So um, 8.5 out of 10 uh, axe throw-ins. That's what I'm gonna give it. Nice. Just just easy peasy. Nothing too clever. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I <clears throat> I'm gonna go a little higher. Okay. Um, just because uh, I don't know. For for me, it's like and and I'm sure you completely relate relate to this, and I'm yeah. sure. Uh, you know, we, we live in such a world of, of, um, this was either good or bad. Like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has kind of ruined our brains. <laughs> sure. I think everything's a binary. Think, yeah. You know, I, I, I think, uh, a lot of online, uh, clickbait critic critics, clickbait cr- critics <laughs> yeah. have ruined, uh, the way we enjoy things. And I also think that the, just the sheer amount of things that are available yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, and, uh, how, how available they are uh-huh. has ruined how we consume things. Right. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, growing up, uh, as a kid, um, Batman returns yeah. would have been a 10.10, right? Yeah, of course. It's like, yeah. even as a kid, it's like, uh, it's weird. It's weird that like mm-hmm. penguins kind of like part penguin. Yeah. But this movie is a ten. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I sure. just because I, I, they're just like I just I just love it. Mm-hmm. Like what is yeah. there not to love? Yeah, of course. About this, even the stuff I don't love about that movie, I'm like, why? What is there not to love? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's it's just like a. I just you know I don't know. It's just like sure. it's a miracle anything <laughs> ever gets made, sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even with this movie, I'm just like. Sure, there are things I, I liked and things I didn't. I mean, I've uh-huh. already talked about like yeah. the ending. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I I I would have done something different, uh-huh. but at the same time, it's just like I love that this movie exists. Yeah, I love that Josh Rubin is getting opportunities. I love that he's going to make more stuff. Absolutely. I hope I I hope to the universe he gets to make Dark Man. Oh, I'll man. be the first person to purchase oh, that movie. He's on, so good. You know. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to give give it just a a solid uh nine. Um, not going to give it a 10 just because, sure. uh, just, just because like, I don't want, I don't want to be the, uh, I don't want to be the guy that's just like, Hey, everything's just yeah. perfect. Yeah. No, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's not, but like yeah. nine is like, you just got to save yeah. 10 for like, Oh my God. Like nothing yeah. has ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. What like, will I give Josh Rubin a 10? Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Of course you would. 200%. Josh Rubin gets yeah. a 10. <laughs> uh, werewolves within the episode. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a nine. Yeah, and I'm gonna give it nine werewolf movies within a werewolf movie. Ooh, okay, you, okay. Hold on. Do you on. get it? Hold on. Werewolf movie. Oh yes, I do. Okay, now I do. He's trying. Now he's I got trying it. to write. He's trying to write his yeah. werewolf movie and scare me. Yes. And then the next movie he happens to make <laughs> is a, a werewolf, werewolf movie, movie. which is just good. completely. Uh, yeah. Just because he was writing scare me, just such a fan of the genre. Yeah. Of, of, uh, and, and, and real quick, uh, the thing he loves about like, you know, when he's watching monster squad as a kid, I've listened to a lot of interviews. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's watching monster squad as a kid, yeah. uh, the Wolfman character is terrifying to him yeah. because he's a victim to the thing. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. he always just felt so, so much sadness for this character of this man being cursed, like, you know, Dracula and, yeah. and all these other, you know, evil, you know, Frankenstein's tra- tragic of character too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, wolf, the wolf man's just this kind of like working class dude yeah. who just happens to you get know, taken turn over. Into, yeah. You know. um, yeah. 
And uh, also, uh, Stephen King's uh, Silver Bullet was a big movie for him growing yeah, up. Because yeah, Because he, he found it so scary because it felt so, oh, this is what would happen. Well, there's a line in there, right? There's a line in Scare Me where she says something about Silver Bullet, and he says, I, I like Silver Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is, he's just such a, like, yeah, Stephen yeah. King, I don't know why he didn't mention that, but you can just sure. tell. yeah. This guy's like, Most definitely. he probably grew up on, like. Snowy small uh, town, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also probably grew up on goosebumps like us. He's only Absolutely. a few years older than I we know. are, like I two know. or three years older than we are. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's okay. that's my rating. I like it. I like it. It's very good. Um, okay, oh, man, I haven't done this in a while. I'm gonna have to figure this out. Uh, this is Common Creators Podcast. I'm Will. That's Joe. I don't know if I even said that at the top. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, but we're a dual production of Rock Candy Recordings in Asheville, North Carolina, and Destination Nation Network in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's that's what we're up to. That's what we're about. Uh, you know, you can follow us on Instagram, I guess, at Common Creators Podcast. You can email us, tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, we're probably bringing it. I'll go ahead and say this too. Nobody's listening at this point, but whatever. Uh, we're probably bringing in season two for a landing pretty soon, and then we'll have a, a an intentional long break, and then we'll come back uh, for season three. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. In terms of Josh Rubin and and getting occasional likes on for tweets sure. and just yeah, 100%. just just you know, you just concur. Yeah. Totally you concur out the ass. So we're gonna totally. we're gonna leave it there. All right. Thanks. I think my yeah. my life goal in my career as as I start to build a career sure. in this industry is to eventually just be real life friends with Josh yeah, Rubin. I get that. Yeah. And then I want to have I'm going to ask him like we'll be like we'll both be in our 40s. I'll be like, hey, you should listen to this episode. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Like like if uh, don't worry if if you guys start to be like friendly acquaintances, we'll pull this episode. Um, and then we won't release it until you guys are established friends, and that way it's not yeah. weird. Um, yeah. that you said it was your life no, goal. It's, so, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I just ruined it before before it even <laughs> happened. But no, he loves cares. it. He loves it. Uh, this is Werewolves Within episode. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. Soon, late, uh, who knows? We'll be back. We'll do another one. We're not leaving. It'll be forever. soon enough. It'll be soon enough. You're fine. There's so many podcasts. All right, bye everybody. Bye everybody. Thank you for listening, DNN. For more shows like this one, 